Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Catherine Swift is with us, former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. She's a current spokesperson for Working Canadians. Good afternoon, Swifty. Greetings, John. Swifty, that's a very, very handsome hat you've got on. What does it say? <laughs> it says, make Trudeau a drama teacher again. <laughs> it's a red hat with white lettering, and I thought, hey, that's a I know, MAGA it, hat. Well, that's the whole point. It's made to look as if it was a MAGA hat, but of course it has Canadian relevance. Okay. I'm well, just I'm... happy to see her in liberal red. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm just happy to see you, Buzz. Uh, Buzz Hargrove is that disconnected voice, former past president of the Canadian Auto Workers. Buzz, how you been? Good. Great, John. Yeah, listen, uh, i got to ask you first order of business. This is something uh, the UAW had been in a prolonged strike. I guess, we, could we say it's prolonged over three weeks? Well, so going into the fifth week. Fifth week, my apologies, uh, with GM. And uh, rather costly. We discussed briefly last week where it was uh, running the company like $100 million a day. I think $2 billion in total, some people have projected. It's already cost GM. Stocks dipped. I think it's a bump to the upside today because there's an announcement of a tentative deal here, still to be ratified by the union. But union members, they've lost something like 4000 in wages, 2000 in bonuses, or at least what was considered profit sharing. I asked you this last week, but is it possible that these strikes, you know, both parties bleed out and nobody accomplishes anything? The net result is a loss. Well, there's going to be cost on both sides of the table, but I, I watched with interest the last few days. I, I was online. Uh, a lot of the workers talking to the media in and around Detroit especially, and they were determined to stay there. They want to get rid of the two- and three-tier wage system where people get hired at 12 15 bucks less than the the uh, full-time people, and they never get up to the top rate. There's no avenue to allow them to get, uh, you know, it's one thing to have a starting rate, and after three or four years you get to the top rate, but no avenue to get to the top rate is not, not fair. So people were willing to stay on strike, and they kept saying to their uh, UAW leadership, don't come back without settling this. Right, but what if a company decides, you know, uh, and maybe General Motors kind of too big to fail, as we found out, but other companies, and maybe you've been involved on uh, some occasions with these companies, you stay out, you take a hard line, and the company just folds up and leaves. Look, I, I've never had that happen, uh, and General Motors is not going to up, uh, up and leave and go uh, anywhere. Gen General Motors, I, they misread this thing totally. The UAW has been telling them now for the last couple sets of bargaining, you have to deal with these issues. Workers are getting furious. Their families are supporting them. Communities are supporting them. And you're going to have to do something to get rid of some of the inequities. All right. You say you've never been a party to that? I mean, no. in past we've talked not about change, Not in change. You never will find a company that closed and left. Uh, because of our bargaining when I was head of the union. Okay, I, I'm going to ask you, it may be awkward, but uh, uh, somebody said no years problem. ago, Simmons Mattress Factory. I, Simmons Mattress Factory was alive and well when I retired from the union. It had been around for a lot of years, but there's been a major restructuring uh, in mattresses. I read about it all the time. But the union didn't and they drive were them up under. No, absolutely not. Okay. Just wanted to ask. I mean, uh, well, GM. I suspect the GM workers in Ottawa might have a little bit. Or, uh, sorry, Oshawa might have a little different opinion of that because GM has basically abandoned Oshawa. 
where they used to have a stronghold. Where, and, where their uh, labor costs are 25% less than they are in, well, in the but U.S. It, it's not exclusively labor costs, but labor costs naturally play a part in it. And uh, so I think it's foolish. We, we see, not just in the auto industry, we see so... And, and there's there's naturally, there's never one factor. Technology's been a big factor. Uh, things in Ontario with horrible hydro rates that the Liberals created for, for years here under McGinty and Wynne, and other costs, red tape, and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, competitiveness is a, a, a bunch of factors, and labor rates are one of those factors. So, you know, we see them moving to cheaper jurisdictions. Again, not just the auto sector, but other manufacturing as well. And that's going to continue. You can't force any company to stay somewhere where they're not competitive. Ultimately, the company will just die. Well, all right. But, Buzz, you said it's their prerogative to up and move if they want. Uh but to die, to drive them out of business. Yeah, I, it, I don't agree with that. And I agree, you always have to be cognizant of what you're doing around the bargaining table and its impact on how the company is going to be able to uh, to operate. And we've always done that. We've never always made the argument, uh, and uh, the companies, and I've made it publicly, and you've heard me, uh, that the productivity, our productivity improvements over a three-year life of the agreement were far better than what the cost of the collective agreement were. of building a vehicle today is labor uh, cost. The dealers make more money. The executives take more money out of the companies than the workers. All right. uh, What about public perception? Does that count for anything? Like we've got maybe maybe, uh, a teacher strike uh, in Ontario. Right now, uh, the strike vote will start next Tuesday and go until the 15th of November. And, uh, you know, they're saying that the Ford government is not negotiating in good faith. And they say, in the interest of transparency, we're going to publish all of our demands, everything online. Uh, right now, I think they're making, on average, I guess, a teacher uh, with uh, X amount of service, ninety-three grand, uh, not insignificant. Plus, 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 you know, the benefits and the you know the holiday time, the pension, and so on and so forth. By the way, is that a smart tactic? Yes, it is. It should be uh, transparent. And by the way, the average—you're talking about top. Uh, pay for teachers who've been around for 25 years to get to 93,000. I know a lot of teachers that make less than 50,000. Less than 50. No, I don't there's think a, so. I, yeah, and, and it's 10 years. Rate. It's after I 10 do, years. I, I have people in my family. Please don't tell me I don't know what we I'm all talking have about. We people in our family. There's too many teachers. Yeah, <laughs> too many teachers. Not enough teachers. Oh, there's way too many and, teachers and, given but, our but enrollment. The, the transparency argument is a good argument. that should be out there. Both sides should be transparent. Now, remember, the education minister, Lise, I think his uh, name is, uh, he was tougher nails with the with the uh, education workers with uh, with CUPE, and then when they set the deadline, as I predicted on this show, they came to an agreement. All of a sudden, all of these issues like the sick time and all of that that all fell off the table. He took it off the table. Some people say it was because there's a federal election campaign too, and you know uh, they didn't want to make it awkward for uh, Andrew Shear and the Conservatives. But be that as it may, uh, there's always there's always reasoning goes in. Uh, to everything in life, and that may have been part of the reasoning and bargaining, but I don't know that. All too often we see in the public sector uh, not a lack of transparency, a profound lack of transparency. And when it's taxpayer dollars at stake, which of course it always is, I think these should be transparent. And there should be. I mean, this, and, and actually it's the unions that often say things like, we're not going to bargain in the media or we're not going to bargain in the public domain. I'm sorry, but when it's taxpayer dollars, there should be transparency. And if the teachers are coming forward with that, well, I'll 
be intrigued by it because teachers are very well compensated for working about nine months of the year, having an early retirement with a very nice pension that the rest of us pay a great deal of money into and, you know, frankly, Last don't have looked, for ourselves. Queen, Queen's Park some years doesn't get in nine. This year they won't. Doug Ford shut it down for five months. They'll get in in a few months, hopefully. Or maybe not. Maybe that's they should. An get them out of that's there. an exception. That's exceptional circumstances. That's not no, typical no, 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 but at never all. more than nine months. Well, okay. a lot of people say uh, they're still working twelve months well, a year, working. even though they're not sitting in the legislature. But uh, on balance, though, if there's a, a strike by the teachers' unions, this is my question: the original, the public perception may not be with the unions here. I mean, uh, do they have to be cognizant of that? Yes, absolutely. I've I've always said, and I say it to my colleagues in the labor movement, and to be fair. A lot of them don't like to hear it. You can't ignore public opinion. No matter where you're bargaining today, there's so much media, there's so much scrutiny of what you're doing. You have to make sure uh, that you're on the right side of every issue. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.